Beware the fraudsters, they're coming at you with more and better scams all the time. Fraudsmart, part of the Banking and Payments Federation, says these latest scams are targeting the over 55s, a group retired or considering retirement who may have 20,000 or more to invest, often a pension or often retirement savings. Neve Davenport is the head of financial crime with the Banking and Payments Federation. Neve, good morning to you. Good morning. Thanks for having so, us on. So tell us a little bit about the, the modus operandi of, of these fraudsters. What do they do? Yeah, so essentially what we've seen over the last number of months is that fraudsters are advertising investment scams and bond investment schemes and the likes using kind of legitimate and branding that we would, like well-known branding that we would know. They're advertising on the internet and what's happening is people are clicking on the links to go in and see what the ad is about. It's bringing you to a fake website, but again, a very legitimate, very convincing website. And with that, then people are leaving their details for, you know, whether it's an inquiry to make an inquiry about the investment to see what what's involved and then there's a call that's been made back to them and that's when they're put under pressure and they're looking to invest straight away. And is it the case that quite often these brochures and the literature uh, it mirrors the the, the types of uh, brochures you'll get from the big investment houses the likes of the Citibanks and the Goldman Sachs and so on? Yeah, exactly. So they're using kind of the branding um, and the names of well-recognised uh, companies that you would know, ones that we would have heard of, like the ones you've mentioned there, um, different government bonds even. We've seen lots of different variations. Green bonds as well is something that they're using because obviously everyone is trying to be sustainable as well. So they're using kind of different techniques and different schemes that you would be used to seeing around the place. So it's not, it, the, the websites themselves aren't a fake website. They're just imitating what's out there already. So what happens from there? Let's say I've clicked on a link, I've left my details. Do they come back to me by email or by phone? We've seen both, but mainly by phone. Um, so they're ringing to kind of say, we, we got your details and we're ringing and they go through the whole brochure with you. They go through the scheme, how it works, exactly like any of these investment schemes would work. They'd use the right language. They're using the right buzzwords, you know, rate of return, investment, length of length of time, all of these things that you would expect or you would like to hear about an investment scheme or a bond. So they're using all the language on the call and then they're getting you to make the decision there and then there's no opportunity really to consider the details of the investment and they're giving you um, a bank account number to transfer the funds to. So they're pressing you very quickly for that decision and are they asking you to do the transfer immediately? They're asking you to do it immediately, not necessarily on the phone. So they're giving you the details and you can go and do it on your online banking. So there is an element of time that they, if you just take that extra extra time and stop and think that there is a gap there that you can mm. kind of do your, do your research. Now, are they mainly cryptocurrency investment packages? We've seen crypto, but we've also just seen investment schemes. We've seen just green bonds is another one that we've seen. So there's all sorts of different ones that they're using. Crypto was kind of common for a while, but now we're seeing these more elaborate and longer term investment schemes. And like you said, using the well-known brands. And generally 20,000 plus, is that the case? Yeah, so what it is, it's it's a minimum investment of what we've seen is 20,000. So um, we don't have a lot of figures at the moment because this is a very early in, in, in what we're seeing in the pattern. We've seen an increase over the last number of months and the Fraud Smart members, they've kind of been working collaborat- collaboratively to allow to investigate these. And so we're very early in the stage and we're trying to get ahead of it. So we're seeing maybe minimum investment of about 20,000 euro. That's the starting point. But we've also seen a lot of, 
larger losses in terms of people are taking out maybe lump sums from their pension schemes, they're coming up to retirement age, they're considering, you know, what can we do? Things have obviously got more expensive, they want to ensure that they have money for the future and for the retirement and they're investing their lump sums from their pensions into these schemes. Do you have some real life case cases, Neve, that you can tell us about uh, of people who've been caught in this scam? Yeah, we had one case where um, it was actually a family member had clicked on the link and they had got the details and their emails um, were then sent on to another family member to say that they've invested in the scheme and the person in that case invested over a number of months. So they did an initial um, lump sum investment and when the, the fraudsters kept calling to say how well the fund was doing, they kept investing over a number of months. So we've seen cases like that, um, which is quite disappointing and obviously, you know, heartbreaking for the person involved. Okay. Absolutely. We've also seen cases on the flip side where, you know, people have taken the time to do the research and have actually contacted the companies directly. And that's one of the pieces of advice that we'd give and say, you know, they, they did do their checks and they rang, rather than use the numbers that's in the brochures or the numbers that's given to you on the phone or even on the website link, you know, do your research independently, Google the company and get an independent number and contact them directly. So thankfully, when they contacted the companies directly, they were made aware that this was not actually an investment opportunity and didn't transfer the money. So that we've seen both sides of it. It is very early, but we did want to get out ahead of us. And that advice about checking and, and doing your checks and balances afterwards is really the most important part of this interview. But if you do the transfer, is the money gone and gone for good? Yeah. Um, the sooner you act, the better. So like most frauds, what I would say is time is of the essence. If you can contact your bank straight away, um, they can investigate it and try to get that funds back. It can't guarantee it because once you've done a transfer, you've made that transfer and the fraudsters are sitting at the end of that bank account waiting for that money to come in. So it's very hard to get that back, but you do need to act as quickly as possible and the banks will help you with that. The other thing as well is then after you've reported to the bank, that's the first protocol in terms of getting the money back, is also to report on Garda Shiacona as well and they can investigate and even if you haven't invested but you've been you know kind of maybe tempted to invest but you didn't actually make the, the payment it, we also suggest that you report it to Angarda Shiacona as much information as they have as possible in trying to track down these fraudsters is very helpful all right. Well, listen, thank you very much for all of that advice and the heads up on what is happening. And that is Neve Davenport there uh, from the Banking and Payments Federation.